You wanna know one of the best time management hacks I teach all of my life coaching clients? It's meal planning and prep. This practice has saved me tons of hours and stress. Each week, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes planning out our meals for the entire week, then shop for them all online. One of the best services I use is Instacart to help save me time. You can shop all your favorite grocery stores, your local dollar store, convenience store, and so many more. You get paired with the shopper who will hand select items based on your preference and get delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. This has been one of my secret life hacks I share with everyone because it saves you time, stress, and money. So start getting your time back and use Instacart for your next grocery run. Head to the show notes and click the link with a special code from me to get yourself free delivery on your first order. I'm Leslie Martinez, and you're listening to your Joyful Order podcast. Each week, I will bring you joyful stories that will motivate and inspire you, and at the same time, bring order to your everyday life. Let's just say the show will be a mixture of preaching and teaching with a kick of motivation from your girl here. Welcome to your Joyful Order podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to all my listeners to tell you how much I appreciate you. When I launched this show, I told myself that I would share every small and big victory of this podcast. So we just hit a small victory of officially having 500 downloads. Yay! I am super excited about this milestone. This may seem like a small number to some of you, but for me, it's worth celebrating. Because when I started this podcast, I wasn't in it for the numbers. I committed to doing it even for just the one. And here we are, 500 downloads in just two short months, y'all. So this is worth celebrating. So I just wanted to take a short minute to thank you for being the one and for allowing me to speak into your life one episode at a time. So let's get into today's episode. So today I'm gonna be sharing about ways to conserve our mental energy. Lately, I myself have been feeling drained physically and emotionally, and because I am aware of what causes me to feel that way, I can impact it immediately and put things into place to help me get out of that funk. Now, I know if there are things that I'm struggling with, I am certain that there are other people that are struggling with this. So I thought that I would put aside some time on my podcast to give you a list of some things that may cause us stressors and ways how to combat that and allow us to save some of our mental energy. So I know that when I am stressed, I tend to get drained of energy a lot quicker than normal. I would get really tired at the end of the day and I just didn't understand why. It was like I hiked 10 miles or I spent an entire day at Disneyland. You all know the energy that sucks you of an entire day at Disneyland, okay? So I started to realize that there were certain situations that we deal with in our life that can have a mental effect on our energy and cause us to feel tired and just depleted of energy. So I wanted to share this information with y'all because being the brain nerd that I am, I found it so interesting 
but also insightful to know and understand these facts. I think it's so important for us to understand the anatomy of our brain and be aware of our emotional state to make the changes we need to maintain substantial mental health. So this might be a good time to pause right here, go grab something to take some notes with, because I'm going to give you some information that is definitely going to be worth writing down. So I came across a study that sparked some serious interests of mine, and I thought that I would share what I found with you. Here are a few facts that I found from some reliable sources about how much energy our brain actually consumes. So did you know that your brain in general accounts for about 20% of your total body's energy? Y'all, this is like mind blowing, okay? So that's an average of 400 to 500 calories a day that just your brain is consuming. And it actually varies according to how hard our brain is working. So just this, the 20% of energy is typically when you're like your brain is under just regular conditions, typical conditions. Okay. So your brain is an organ that requires a substantial amount of energy regularly. So imagine how much energy is consumed when you're under stress. Just just something to think about, y'all. Now, here's another fact. Another way of looking at energy consumption of, of this, so it's taking about 20%, right? So here's another way to think about it. The brain consumes energy at 10 times the rate of the rest of the body per gram of tissue. The average power consumption of a typical adult is 100 watts, okay? And the brain consumes 20% of this. Y'all, that makes the power of the brain 20 watts, okay? So think of it like a light bulb, okay? I mean, our brain is literally a light bulb. It's taking 20 watts, 20%, okay? So even when you're sleeping at night, your brain consumes roughly as much energy as it does during the day. While you rest, your neurons are constantly communicating and they're updating each other on what is happening. So their constant vigilance is where the bulk of the energy is consumed. These neurons, it's almost like a watchtower at night. Think of it that way. So it's a watchtower that is guarding your brain. Those neurons are constantly going. So even at night, your brain is going, going, going. Now, here's another, Here, here's the important brain fact that I want you to be very diligent on, okay? Stress can have a negative effect on the body and brain. So according to a recent psychiatry research, they found that stress can produce a wide range of negative effects on the brain, ranging from contributing to mental illness to actually shrinking the volume of the brain. So chronic stress increases mental illness and stress can actually change the structure of your brain. Y'all, this is so imperative to know. You guys, stress can kill brain cells. Yes, this is factual. Stress actually kills your brain cells. It shrinks the brain and it even has a negative impact on your memory. 
So have you guys ever been in a stressful situation and like you can't even seem to remember like where your car keys are, can't remember a phone number, you can't remember someone's name or like you're driving, you're stressed out because you're, you're trying to deal with the situation, like you don't even remember how to get home. Have you guys ever had those situations? Well, that's the impact that stress has on your memory where you even forget like simple things like your name or a phone number. So. Okay, now I shared some of the scientific facts about our brains and how much energy is consumed by it. So let's chat a little bit about some of the things that might cause the use of our brain to go into overdrive and cause us to consume more of our brain energy than normal. So I shared how stress negatively affects our brain and that is the number one cause of our depleted energy we know that our brain uses on average like 20 to 25 percent of our body's energy so imagine what it uses when we're under stress it's it's no wonder y'all that on stressful days we feel drained and depleted of our energy where you come home and you're just like why am I so tired? Because your brain was working that much harder to deal with the stressful situations that entailed your day. So what causes our brain to use additional energy? Well, here, here are several examples that I kind of researched and kind of thought of my own. So here's where you might want to jot some of these down also, because this can help you in, in coming back to on those stressful days where you're just like, why do I not have any energy? And look at this list and say, did I have to deal with any of this today? And if your answer is yes, then you know the answer, okay? So here we go. Here's a list of some things that might deplete your brain energy. Number one, when you're dealing with any emotional situation, all right? Any emotional situation is going to be a stressor for you, and it's going to use up more of that brain energy that you have. Number two, when you ponder problems versus solving problems. So this is for those worry warts out there, y'all that love to just worry, worry, worry. Y'all, it is wasted energy. That energy that you are using to worry about the problem flip it and figure out a way to solve the problem so you're not depleting that brain energy that is so vital for us. All right, number three, when you have to make difficult decisions, that's another brain brain drainer right there. Number four, dealing with friend or family drama. Y'all, family and like friend drama, just avoid it. Really just avoid it. I know sometimes it's hard when you're in the middle of it, but Y'all, this is one that like I am so quick to walk away from. I'm like, y'all are drama. I just, I don't have time for you. Like, I don't need to give you more energy than my body can produce, all right? So for me, this is an easy one. For some of you, this may be hard, but it, it is a stressor that depletes brain energy. All right, number five, when you have to perform or like be on. So this is one that I struggled with immensely years ago. You guys, I had a job that like sucked me dry of it because I had to constantly be on. I was in a very like prestigious, I guess you can say role as a in, in ministry. And every time that I was there, like I felt like I had to be on, I had to give a certain level of myself to others all the time. I came home physically and mentally drained 
every single day and it had a negative impact on my personal life. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So I know the effects of this right here. So learning to have balance and like be centered in this area is, is vital to your mental health. All right. Number six, starting or learning something new. Y'all being a beginner at something sucks. I'm just going to say it. All right. I was very stressed out when switching jobs, when God is calling me, like even to do this podcast. That's why I procrastinated because I'm like the stress of starting something new. It's overwhelming. It, it depletes your mental energy. So anytime you're starting or learning something new, it is going to require a higher level of mental energy and you need to be aware of that. All right. Number seven, clutter not being in a clean environment. You guys, that causes stress. Clean your mess up. That's all I'm gonna say. Clean your mess up. Avoid clutter at all costs. Okay, number eight, marital struggles. Marital struggles are challenging and stressful to deal with. Number nine, difficult in career or business decisions. Y'all, when you, you gotta make those career choices, those business decisions that, you know, are gonna either put you on track or off track for your business or your career, they're stressful. I get it. Learn to deal with those accordingly. Number 10, grief. That That's a huge stressor. That is something that is definitely going to take a lot of your brain energy. Number 11, your finances or taxes. Y'all, I, I can attest to this 100%. We're in April right now as I'm recording this. Um, we just had our you know tax deadline here in good old US of A. Good old Uncle Sam wants his money no later than you know April 15th, 18th, whenever. Y'all, last week I was physically drained because of this. Because as a small business owner, getting taxes together is not fun. And we tend to wait for the last minute because like why do I want to give my money sooner than later, y'all? Okay. So if you're a small business owner, you know, and understand this, the stress of dealing with taxes is draining. Y'all, I did not work out. I don't think the entire week last week, because I just did not have the mental capacity to do it. I think I did some stretches, maybe a little bit of yoga to actually help ease the stress that I was under, under during that time. But I was tired. I was going to bed super early every night because just dealing with numbers and our finances and the taxes was just depleting. So I'm sure many of you know and understand that. All right. And the 12th and final one is being constantly hurried or rushed. Y'all, this is like the need where you feel that you have to constantly be hustling. And uh, let's just say kill hustle culture. All right, it's just not substantial and it's not a healthy way of keeping your mental health intact. So these are, this is just, I would say, a short list of mental brain energy suckers right here. All right, y'all. So these are, these are just, I would say a fraction like, but I think these are all things that we all can relate with. And at one point in our life, we all have dealt with, and we all know the impact that stress of these situations have. And you know, you when you're dealing with these things, you come home, you're tired, you're drained, and you're just like, why do I feel like this? Like, I feel like I ran a marathon, but I didn't. It's because your brain is sucking up that extra energy. So imagine, again, your brain is an organ that already requires 20% of the energy that your body produces. When you're under stress, 
y'all, it requires so much more. So think of it like maybe it requires 30% of your body's energy, maybe 40%, maybe 50%. We don't know because everybody deals with that stress differently. So just like, again, these are just a few that can have a negative effect on your brain and it can actually negatively impact your mental health along with your immune system. So being aware of these triggers is imperative to making sure that you are maintaining good mental health. So I shared with you just some of the things that can drain you of your mental energy. So now I want to share a list of ways to conserve your mental energy. So keep that list out, y'all. Write these down, okay? Number one, these are ways, again, to conserve your mental energy. So number one, stay off social media. Like drop the mic right there, y'all. Drop the mic, okay? Social media can consume a lot of mixed emotions. And if you are not in a good place mentally, it can negatively drain your mental energy right there. It can drain your mental energy. So make sure that you guys are doing things that are going to help you to keep that mental energy intact and if you need to stay off social media for a day to a season do it make sure that you are not putting that energy someplace that it doesn't need to be okay number two is ask for grace from others during the season Y'all, people know and understand if you're dealing with, you know, a hard situation, if you're under stress, you're you're grieving, you're dealing with, you know, um, a drama, family drama, you're, you're dealing with maybe health situations or something like that, just ask for grace from others. Don't feel that you have to be on or show up all the time. Just ask for grace. That it's it's that simple. Number three, stay healthy. Now, I know when we are stressed, sometimes we tend to get in a funk where we are avoiding exercising. We are maybe emotionally eating. All right. If you all know, like you're stressed and you emotional eaters out there, you know, I am actually the opposite y'all. Like when I get stressed, I tend to not have an appetite and I don't eat. And that's not healthy either because you get your energy from your food. So if my brain needs more energy during that time, I need to make sure that I'm eating, but I need to make sure that I'm eating the right foods. So making sure that you're getting lots of sleep, you're eating right, you're exercising. Do not let your emotions derail your physical health. You need that extra energy through healthy foods, through sleeping and exercising to deal with the mental drain of brain energy. All right. Number four, y'all read a book. Yeah, I know. Some of you may be like, but Leslie, when I'm stressed, I don't have that extra time. I don't, you know, I don't want to read a book or I'm not a reader. Y'all read a book. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Find a book that will speak to the season where you're at. If you are struggling with a stressor of Um, maybe your finances or your taxes, go get a book about managing your finances. If you're dealing with grief, go find a book about dealing with grief. If you're in a season where you are needing to like have some personal development insight, go find a book on whatever it is. You guys, there is a book about every single subject that is out there. Whatever you are stressed about, 
go on good old Amazon or Google and find a book about it. That That's all I'm going to say, because it's going to help you to speak to the challenge that you are dealing with. And it's going to help eliminate the stress because you're going to have a different insight, different approach to it. If you are not a reader, find an audiobook, a podcast, go on YouTube. Y'all, Google is like the bomb when it comes to trying to find, you know, resources to help you. You just need to go and look for it. That's all it is. Go and look for things or, you know, resources that are going to help you to deal with the stress that you're going through. All right. Number five, automate the small stuff by creating some good habits. All right. Y'all, I talked to you about creating good habits. So what can you make simpler to eliminate stress? So look like, for instance, y'all, I'm going to give you the whole concept of meal planning. And you're thinking, Leslie, how is meal planning going to like help me to deal with grief? Because it's one less thing that you have to deal with. It is a very, very little thing that is just going to make life that much simpler for you. Spend like 20, 30 minutes a week planning out all your meals for the week. Load up your grocery shopping list. Okay. Make a list of everything that you need for the week. And then that's one less thing that you have to deal with. You guys look at what habits are going to make things simpler for you. Put systems into place to help eliminate the stress, eliminate the stress of dealing with, you know, your, your kids of what meals you have to plan for the week by making a meal plan. All right. Number six, do what brings you joy. Y'all schedule joy in. I talked to you about this before. You need to schedule it and commit to it. So what brings you joy? For me, hiking, dancing, going out with the family, you know, going to church, serving others. Those are things that bring me joy. And it is in my calendar weekly. Y'all, every Friday, my husband and I, we make it a point to make sure that we get out and we go do at least a four-mile hike every Friday at our favorite park. We schedule it. And that it is a way for us to eliminate the stress and just get outside. All right, number seven, focus on what's important and let the rest slide. Y'all, let go of what doesn't matter. If it doesn't serve you or bring you joy, let it go. And maybe it's let it go forever. Maybe it's just a season you need to let something go. But if it's not serving you for where you're at, then don't focus on it. Number eight learn to say no. It's, it's a simple one. Y'all learning to say no to things. It, it's just, it, it, whoa, that is a huge stress reliever right there. Y'all that I'm gonna leave it as that. I, I don't even want to get into that because that's a whole podcast in itself, but just learn to say no. All right. Number nine, pray, spend more time with God and get into his word, join a Bible study, listen to a podcast, watch YouTube, just put God first. Learn to give it to him. Number 10, get outside. Y'all get some vitamin D. Now, did you know that vitamin D acts as a neurosteroid and it actually plays an important role in the brain? So neurosteroids help you to respond to stress, anxiety, and depression. So go outside, go for a walk, go to the beach, go to a park, go for a hike. You need that vitamin D to help you to respond to what it is that you are going through. Number 11, communicate what you need with others and ask for help. You guys, asking for help is so, so beneficial to your brain health, all right? And sometimes it's hard for us to ask for help, but just 
learn to ask for it when you need it. You don't get help. You're going to have more stress and more um, depleted energy because you're trying to do it all yourself. And last but not least, drop the guilt. Number 12 is just drop the guilt. Y'all stop worrying about showing up for everyone else and learn to just show up for yourself. So many of these tips will help you conserve your brain energy and help you to deal when you're in a season of stress. We must be aware of when we are in these seasons and put practices in a place to put our mental health first. We live in a world that requires less physical energy, but more mental energy. So back in the day, there was not much talk or awareness on mental health, but I believe it's because it wasn't as big of an issue back then. So why is that? It's because people moved and they did more physical work back then. So they created that energy simply by being physical. Life was simpler then. And many of the stressors that we deal with now were not a problem back then. We have become a very lazy society where we do not need to physically work for things. I mean, come on, y'all. We can get food ordered to us in just a few clicks on our phone. And like, we don't even have to leave our house to go to work anymore. So we have a lot more time on our hands to think about the challenges that are facing us we also are not physically creating those endorphins or hormones that our body needs to maintain healthy brain function. So it's no wonder that ment mental health is a rising challenge in today's world. And the best way that we can impact this is to learn, to be knowledgeable, be aware of what triggers stresses in our own lives. You know, so what are those stressors or triggers that deplete you of that energy. Put practices into place to help you. Be aware of it, y'all. That's all it requires is to be aware. Be a learn it all and always keep growing and learn to protect your brain energy. So I hope that you learned something insightful today. Y'all, like I said, I am a major brain nerd. So Anything about the brain, I am so fascinated by, and I love sharing about it because I think it's so imperative for us to keep learning and knowing and understanding ourselves, understand how our brain works, understand what depletes our brain energy, knowing what stressors may cause that and knowing how to impact them. So teaching about topics like this, I feel is just so imperative to share because so many people just don't understand the impact of our emotions and mental health and what it has on our physiology. So if you learned something today, would you do me a huge favor and share this episode with someone you think it can help? And until next time, my friends, go chase joy. Thanks for listening to this episode of your Joyful Order podcast. I hope today's episode brought some joy and order to you. I love to connect with my listeners, so make sure to go follow me on social and join our community on Facebook. Check out the links in the show notes to connect. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone you love and drop a review. Until next time, go chase joy.